Welcome back to another episode of Think Like Me or Don't. In this week's episode, as alluded, some things, my mind starts to, to slip a little bit. My, my positive focus starts to sort of get hit in a couple of different ways. But you'll see as you continue listening to the, to the podcast that, that I, I, I managed to make it into a positive thing. So just pay attention and, and it'll make sense. Uh, as always, head over to anchor.fm forward slash think like me. Drop in your comments, your questions, your songs, your anecdotes, your whatever it is that you want, your jokes, I guess, if that's what you want to do. Uh, I would probably avoid just you breathing because that's kind of weird. Anyway, um, and uh, and drop those in. And I hope you enjoy this episode. And really, remember, connect where this episode is with what's actually just happened. It's very often that you come off of the cathartic high of having a realization and then you can get the come down from that can smack you in the face when you realize that you actually have to go do some stuff. And it, it, you don't you don't get to realize the actualization of your idea right away. It takes time and it takes effort. And sometimes your mind can be, you know, three years ahead of reality. So you can be thinking way in the future, but you still have a bunch of work to do right now to make it happen. So anyway, without any further ado, episode seven, take it away. All right, what up? It is day 10. It's middle of the day. I am headed out to go mail a package. And I wanted to check in because, um, you know, I don't know. It, I don't know if it's just, of course. I don't know if it's just me. I don't know if it's If I have bad luck or if I'm too late or what the deal is, but I just feel like <clears throat> I'm sure a lot of business owners will can relate to this. I feel like the minute I get my teeth sunk into a new idea or a new thing that I want to try, I just get bombarded with, um, I shouldn't say bombarded because it's actually the opposite effect. You're not really getting bombarded with anything. You're just sort of getting ignored. Like, I was so, well, I still am very, like, I do really like the idea of offering handyman services as a white label agency service, but I honestly thought that the people that I pitched it to would react both faster and better than they have. And the truth is they haven't reacted at all. I don't know if, again, I don't know if I'm just impatient. I understand that, like... There's a lot of stuff that happens in business and sometimes you don't get to things, but like to what extent is my effort to make other people's lives easier going to actually come back to me? You know what I mean? Like all I'm, all I keep, all these experiences seem to be teaching me is that I shouldn't care so much about other people's success and I should just focus on myself. Which I know is it's a little bit cynical, even for me. But um, I've just put so much time and effort, and frankly money, into trying to set up systems that are going to be beneficial for everyone. 
and it's I keep running into situations like I just keep being reminded that you know other people may not see it the same way that you do and I think maybe that's a marketing question right maybe it's a maybe I, I know it's so ironic that I've been in digital marketing that's my entire career and yet I have a hard time marketing myself <clears throat> because I feel like uh, I feel like this whole thing like I don't really understand how this is this I think this is part of it too I don't really understand how to create urgency in someone else when I have urgency like I got this guy who's supposed to buy he's supposed to get a, a game plan and he said he was going to do it two weeks ago and he is dragging his feet and like I I won't lie I need that money like now and it's hard because I'm trying to not be pushy and like I'm trying to put myself in a situation of if I did not need it how would I how would I react right and I but I don't know if that's the right thing because I would just not say anything I just be like all right well he's gonna come if he is and if not then whatever and uh, and I feel like that might be part of what's been detrimental to me has been not necessarily the strategies. Maybe that's also part of it. It's not necessarily the strategies are wrong. It's the tactical, uh, it's the way that I'm going about doing it. Like it's the actual tactics. So in this case, um, I like I woke up today and I just, I didn't feel like I had a lot of motivation. Um, like I got up and I did my morning routine and then I just felt tired. Not, not even tired. I just felt like It's a feeling, maybe you'll relate to this as well, it's a feeling that I used to get when I knew I had uh, homework to do in high school or in college, but um, I didn't want to do it for whatever reason. And it wasn't even, there wasn't even really a good reason usually, it was just, I just didn't want to do it. And, it. and it wasn't like I wanted to do something else either. Like today, this morning, I had plenty of stuff that I that I need to do, but I've maybe it's just self sabotage. I don't know, but I spent most of the morning just watching uh, Gary Vee videos and getting inspired. And maybe like I don't know, maybe the inspiration is what causes the paralysis. You know, putting myself in those types of situations. I didn't. It was fairly very innocuous when I turned the first video on and actually a lot of the stuff he talked about was really good and I did feel motivated but I don't know like I feel like I slept well last night better than I have in a long time um and I don't know if that connects to it I'm not sure so I'm not really sure what the what the deal is I just know going into today uh, like I thought, I have these existing clients that I've been billing, you know, excess of six hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred dollars a month for the last six months or so, and it seems obvious to me that reducing that billing and and putting it on autopilot would make it better and easier for everybody. But so far, nobody likes that idea. Like they would rather that I build them more after the fact, and I'm like, like maybe it's because they don't understand that I'm. They don't understand what I'm doing and how much value they're getting. But at the same time, I don't really care about that. Like, I don't want to go the route of, like, 
being sure that everybody understands the value. I guess I just want people to, to get it. I just want people to assume that I'm going above and beyond for them. I don't know. I kind of went into today. Here's what. Here's the long and short of it. I kind of went into today last night thinking, like in a very positive place, thinking I've got a lot of opportunity, a lot of potential, and I should be able to see some of that potential come to fruition today. And it's halfway through today, and I'm about to get on a call in 30 minutes with a guy who isn't like we come up with these plans of things that he needs to do, and he just doesn't do them. And so I'm not motivated to do stuff on his behalf. I'm not billing him for stuff that I'm not doing, obviously, but I'm not really motivated to go do stuff if he's not going to provide me with what I need. And so the conversation is going to be the same that it's been the last couple of weeks. Like, okay, so when are we going to do it? And maybe that's what it's going to be, but I just, like, I, I, I see the end coming for him, and I still need to get on. I told him I was going to get on with this other guy and talk to him about, um, like, the guy that does some work for lawyers and talk to him about like some of the things that he's setting up and I'm almost like why don't I just set you up with him because there's just it's simple little things that just need to get done that just aren't getting done <clears throat> and it's a, it's a drag on my time and on my resources and I, it's just hard for me to, to be able to actually move things forward you know what I mean so um, going into today I feel more like I feel more like like there's a much greater chance that I'm going to be worse off today than I was yesterday. And it's not like this one client, if I lose him, I've got to remember that it's not that big of a deal because he's not really worth that much to me uh, financially. You know what I mean? Like he's a good guy and there's a lot of potential there. But like I think that people just, business owners think that that running a business and setting up and, and constructing marketing systems and things is like I think they just have the wrong idea of what it entails and how much management it takes and like man, maybe it's I don't know maybe it's actually me maybe I just am, am attributing too much to it and I'm not creating enough short term value um, although everyone I've talked to about the like the apprenticeship, I think is something that people get. I don't really understand that as an idea, but so far I haven't actually had a conversation with anybody who wants it for themselves. So um, yeah, so I guess we'll see. Um, so I guess we'll see uh, sort of what the future entails. We'll see how this call goes. I mean, the my the mentorship. Is still kind of going strong, at least with the one client. Um, I think I'll be able to get a couple of more people onto the mentorship, but I'm not entirely positive. Um, so, you know, I guess we'll we'll just have to see um, what the future holds. Anyway, I'm going to pause this for a second. I got to go run a couple of errands, and I will turn the recording back on. For you, it won't seem like any time, but it'll be like ten minutes for me. So. All right. Yep, we're back. See, I told you that would it would take literally no time for you. But it would take like ten minutes for me. So, um, anyway, I don't know. I just feel there's so much to business that's not very sexy, and I feel like I'm in the middle of the unsexiest part of building, starting, and building a business. And I feel like, you know, if 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 there was 
like, um, if I could say, you know, tell somebody that, that they should do something different than maybe what I did, I think it's probably, uh, first of all, when you're starting a business, there's a lot of little technical things that you need to at least be proficient at before you do anything else. Like just being good at the thing isn't, isn't enough. And some of this stuff might just be common knowledge and I might just be an idiot, but I feel like I feel like more people get into the same situation where I am, which is they just sort of dive in and take money from people and, and go from there and they don't realize that long term, like there are some things that they need to be good at before being good at something means anything. Because running a business is not even close to the same thing as doing the thing that you're good at. Like if you, if you were a mechanic, right, at, at, at let's say Napa Auto, Auto Parts, which I don't know why I chose that company, but that's who we're going with. If you were a mechanic uh, and you were really good at being a mechanic and then you decided to go start your own auto body shop or your own mechanic shop, running a business is about, in, if for you, would be about 10% uh, mechanics, like auto mechanic, sure, or whatever the word is, and it would be about... Uh, 90% running a business and the things that are you have to be good at when it comes to running a business are vastly different than the things you have to be good at when you do the thing that you do um, and so I think going into a new business I would invest in either some local community college courses on business accounting business finance um, tax setup um, like you definitely do not want to I know actually that in the real estate industry a lot of times Realtors will take their commission checks and put it directly into their, their bank account. And that, I think, is the case for a lot of freelancers, a lot of people that are just one or two man shows that are just doing some stuff. Um, but the problem with that is that you, you, it's very difficult for you to keep track of your, uh, like, of, of actual business expenses. Because when you, you, you have all this money, you're sort of flush for cash, and you don't realize that, you know, you need to have the business needs to grow. Like the important thing is not that your income grows, it's that your business grows. When you're starting a business, if you're going to be an employee, if you're going to work for someone else's company, then it's their job to build the business and it's your job to do your job, right? But it's different when you're the one in charge and especially if you're the only one there, um, it, it, it complicates things. So I spent, you know, I've spent three years-ish, two years, um, essentially just puttering around and doing work for people that need it. Instead of what I should have been doing and what I'm trying to do now, which is building uh, a, a machine that's going to uh, grow and that's going to have long-term value um, that I can associate with, um, you know, with what, what it is that I'm trying to actually build. So it's important, I think, to not, I don't know, I just, like I'm, I'm, where I'm at right now in this situation is, uh, I see all this potential. I see all these these really cool things, but the market, the world around me, doesn't care about my ideas. They it doesn't care the 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 you know businesses. They don't care how passionate I am that this that this uh, community get better. They don't care how um, they don't care really about my experience. They don't really care about much. They don't care about me. What they care about is their own business and, and building themselves up. And so that's an important distinction that I am constantly fighting with because it, everything seems so obvious to me. I've been around a long time and I see, it's like, 
I, I compared a lot of times to language. When I was uh, in Ukraine speaking Russian, um, I picked up a lot of things in the language and specifically pronunciation. I got really good at pronunciation to the point where uh, there were several times when I would speak in public and native speakers, native Ukrainians came up to me afterwards and said, you, you sounded exactly like a native. Like I wouldn't have been able to tell that you weren't, you weren't Ukrainian. You sounded like a, like a native speaker. And it was because I, things clicked for me. I could see, um, it was very important to me that I get the pronunciation right. And I wonder at this juncture, how much of my, uh, how much of me and my business and my brand is wrapped up in getting the pronunciation right, for lack of a better, like the metaphorically getting the pronunciation right, as opposed to just saying the right things. Because I didn't have, I had a pretty, pretty deep and, and, and wide vocabulary, but I, um, I had a tendency to speak in simple terms, uh, partially because the people that I was talking to needed me to speak in simpler terms, but also because um, I didn't feel as confident in the, like the edges of my, uh, of my vocabulary, if that makes sense, like the outer reaches of, of the things I knew how to say. And so I would just speak very simply. Well, ironically enough, in English, I'm the same way. I use very simple terms, very understandable terms, um, and I'll try and describe things more so than use the correct word because I feel like, well, in, in my own opinion, I feel like that's more, it's more relatable. It's more, you can connect with it more. And so in the situ situation that I'm in now, like I just can't help but wonder, am I creating a, um, am I creating for myself a problem because I am focused on the pronunciation when everybody else, it seems, is focused on vocabulary. Like I wonder if that's the case and I wonder if those nuances, like those are the things that are important to me, the little nuances, the things that make thing that make make things perfect and you know maybe maybe it's just a maybe it's a levels thing maybe maybe that only has application at certain points in business so I don't know that's the thing I don't really know what the what the solution to that situation is I don't really know exactly how uh, I don't see the end of the road for myself how I solve this problem and how I get more people to pay attention although I suspect I was reminded again watching that Gary Vee video today I, I suspect that part of it has to do with me joining more of a more of the conversation, and so finding out a way to be more active in online communities, in local face-to-face -face communities, like not just talking like I'm doing now, but talking with people, like talking with business owners. And so, you know, there I think there's a lot of opportunity, but I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't feel quite as positive today as it did yesterday is what it comes down to. So anyway, day 10, I'm about back. I got a call that I got to jump on when I get there. So, um, day 10, middle of the day, I'll probably check back in with you, uh, this afternoon and, uh, just give you a feel of whether, whether this, this sort of day long funk is, uh, has come to an end or, or what the deal is there. So, um, anyway, peace. Hey, what's up? It is the evening of day 10. We're actually just getting back from our wick walk. 
but um and the wick walk actually took a little bit longer i had <laughs> uh, i got some well i don't need to go into the personal side of the story anyway um i uh i've kind of been pacing around out here with some thoughts it'll be interesting to see what the microphone does because i have right now i'm plugged into a lapel mic so if anyone looks at me and they see me uh, walking around, they'll, it'll really look like I'm talking to myself because no one will even see the microphone, which will be funny. Also, it's probably really loud out, but <clears throat> I I was on a call today, and you know how sometimes you have a call and someone asks you a totally innocuous question and it sends your whole life into into a spiral and you're questioning everything you thought you knew about yourself? Maybe that doesn't happen to you as often as it happens to me, but it happens to me. And this guy just, he, very, very simple. He just asked, what are you up to? And it took me aback because I, it, it dawned on me. We had a great conversation. He, he knows me from when I worked with Frank. And so he, to a certain extent, sort of looks up to me, kind of. I don't really like using that phrase, but that's kind of what it is. He sees me as more than I am. Um, and um, I was like, ah, I have like a little agency, you know? And this guy has like a, a multi-million dollar massive agency. And I'm just sort of freelance, solopreneuring it with no money. Anyway, um, it just, it just got me thinking, I'm, I'm a bit, it just reminded me that I'm a little bit disappointed in myself. Not so much in myself, in me, in who I've become, but just the fact that I'm 32, I've been doing this for 15 years, and this is all, I don't have much to show for, if that makes sense. Well, it's not even so much that I haven't made a bunch of money, it's just like, I don't have anything built, I haven't really done anything. And he said something at the end of the call that really drove it home. And he wasn't meaning to say this, and this is what, it wasn't his point, but this is, what, this is what struck me. He said, this is my legacy. And I was like, oh, I haven't even thought about, not that you, everyone needs to think about legacy, but like, this guy is building a legacy. He's not that much older than I am. He's less experienced than I am. And yet he is building a legacy that's bigger and greater and more beyond what I've been doing. And he's, and it's, it's so funny because nothing against him. He's a smart guy, obviously, but he, this actually speaks more specifically to what I said earlier today, which is being good at something is not the same as being good at business. Because he's good at business. He's set himself up for success long-term, even though he doesn't know a lot of the stuff that we're doing. He doesn't know how the stuff works. He doesn't know how the, the technology works. Like, he doesn't... He's not that kind of expert. He's a businessman, but he's not, like, a technical... He doesn't have the technical expertise or the technical understanding. So, it's like... It's like he's going to... Run, run this whole thing. And he's essentially going to try and do what we did with Frank, but a little bit better. And I think he's got the right idea about how to go do it. 
but it's like, man, I, I've done that. Why, what am I doing? That's the question that I was asking myself. What am I doing? And the answer, unfortunately, is not much. Like I'm kind of puttering around, and yes, part of that is because I've, I have to give myself credit, at least for, for um, the fact that a lot of those decisions were intentional. Like I intended to stay small, I intended to stay boutique, because I had this romanticized, um, oh, this romanticized idea that. Um, they sent me another one. Interesting. That I would stay, keep training, and I would keep fighting, and I'd be able to do that while running a business, and it would just stay boutique, and there wouldn't be any issues. Um, coffee too. Um, with that, but the problem is, I'm, I'm realizing more and more as the as the days go by that there is no staying small. I don't think. Like you might, the only way you, no, that's not true. There is staying small, but it seems like the only way that you can stay small legitimately is by um, thinking big and just pricing more. So you think big in the sense that you still have a massive lead flow, you still have capture, you still are, have a sales funnel, a sales process, but you're just not trying to close as much and so assuming you have the, the volume uh, you're you're pricing yourself into a smaller um, amount of fulfillment that you have to do but and I think that's probably where I that's my biggest mistake was that I didn't do that um, I didn't do the filling the pipeline part. Um, and so that's where I'm at now. And so maybe I could keep it. I mean, I think, I think a lot of this, the stuff that, we've, that I've been talking about is the right, it's in the right direction. Sorry. No worries. But I don't know. I don't know if it's enough. I don't know if it's the Like, I gotta overcome what I'm doing right now. And maybe I've got enough to be able to close that gap. But anyway, we'll see. We'll see how it all turns out, how it all plays out. Yo, it is day 11 in the morning, and I will tell you what, I am exhausted. The last couple of days I've actually gotten up and gone running, which is very good for my health in the morning, and also good for Wick, because he and I are uh, sort of slowly getting larger as the days go by in tandem, but uh... The last couple of days I've actually woken up at like seven and gone running and been back in time to start work by eight and it's 8.20 right now and I just woke up. So we're gonna take a nice leisurely stroll 
Um, I don't know how much of uh, how much of like what's been going on the last couple of days is affecting my my physical alertness, my physical tiredness. But I do know that I've been very like it's been kind of an emotional roller coaster, which I know I've said about a hundred times. But, um, but this, this whole process, I saw a video today just now, this morning, that, again, was kind of like equal parts encouraging and discouraging. <laughs> um, it's a Gary Vee video. He talks about fake environments. And, uh, I like the way that he put it, because it's something that I've sort of always understood. Fake environments is like when you have a false sense of accomplishment, or you have somebody that's, he, he talks about parents subsidizing their kids' ventures or whatever they're doing, just in the, in the interest of, their, of them feeling like their kids are being successful, and essentially propping up um, their kids and their kids' ventures, even though they're not worth anything. He said, and I like, the one thing I love the most about what he said is, if you have an idea and you can raise a million dollars, that's a, what he calls a fake environment. And meaning like, nobody's idea is worth a million dollars. And that actually puts some stuff in perspective for me, because I have a lot of ideas that I think, that I have, I think, falsely, um, attributed to myself in a, in a value sense, meaning I have these ideas and I think, oh, I have ideas, therefore I'm worth something. And it's not that I'm worth nothing. It's just, if I look back at the number of ideas that I've had, that I've tried out that have not worked, um, well, actually, I've had a lot of ideas. I haven't really tried that many of them out. But the not worked part, like nothing is really caught on yet and kind of in, con in continuation of what I was talking about last night with, um, with uh, just feeling behind or whatever. Like, I wonder if maybe, maybe where I am is less uncommon. Like maybe what's really going on is that if there are people that are successful, either they did something right early on and they're just writing it out, or they're exactly where I am, and they can't break out of it. So I wonder, actually, if, I mean, I go back and forth as to whether this, whether what I'm talking about is valuable, objectively, or whether I'm just sort of complaining to myself that everything's not perfect, and I don't have a bunch of money in my bank account, and I don't owe the IRS a bunch of money and all this stuff. When in reality, maybe this is much more common um, he, uh, the other thing that he said that I really liked was he compared uh, people that are in that environment, that fake environment, he compared them to zoo animals. He said, you can look like a fearsome lion, look like a big, fearsome black bear, brown bear, grizzly bear, tiger, leopard or whatever, but if you take those zoo animals and put them back in the wild, they die. 
And it's because they're in that, they're in the cage. They're, they're in a protected environment. They're, they can't fail. It reminds me a lot of, like this whole thing reminds me a lot of like the, the big banking system fiasco that we talked about that was in the news all over the place in 2008, um, where the, the big thing was it was too big to fail. And, uh, and so like if it did, it would take a bunch of other stuff down with it. And I think for me, for my particular situation, um, I think it does, it comes back down to fundamentals. You know, like I've said a couple of times, I think that part of my issue was that I lost track of some of the fundamentals of, of like lead generation, um, uh, sales funnels and stuff like that. I just don't have, I don't have really good ones in place. Well, I don't have anything in place. I'm honest. And so, and so, you know, sometimes you, you have to just take a step back and like now I'm paying the dues that I should have been paying 10 years ago, right? Well, five years ago, three years ago, whatever. Now I'm, if I had paid the dues that I'm now paying then, I might be in a different situation now, you know? And who knows, maybe, maybe the fact that I'm, that's loud. Maybe the fact that I'm banging my head against this same problem, the same problem I've been banging my head against for, for as long as I have, like so, I, I kind of consider whether what I should be doing is trying to get myself into a different thing, like trying to expand my, my um, either offerings or expand the areas that I'm working in, you know, what it is that I'm actually doing. Because, and that's part of the reason why I've kind of been really open to different ways of slicing and dicing the agency services, as well as spending some time looking into and trying to develop some other products, courses, or whatever, and just in completely other areas. Um, because I understand that I'm not, like it might, I might be more successful in another area. That's kind of what it comes down to. Um, but at the same time, I have to, I'm trying to exercise patience and realize that the problem with agency or with the agency is not, it's not that I'm not good at it. It's that I haven't done the right things for long enough. So it's like, if you are a fighter and you're, um, and like in Muay Thai, for example, if you're a fighter and you're really good in the clinch, but you're not really good at breaking distance um, because you haven't worked on d defense or breaking distance, then you're going to get knocked out. Because what happens is when you, when you go to clinch, you have to open up, you have to open yourself up to damage to get to the clinch. So if you don't know how to get from the outside in close to where you can do the clinch, you're never going to get there. And so it's not, oh, well, I should just go, I should go do wrestling or I should go to some other sport 
like that. You might be tempted to think, oh, I'm no good at Muay Thai because I can't do, I can't do the thing that I'm good at because I can never break the distance. Like, you just gotta go back to the drawing board and learn the fundamentals of defense. And I, I might, this is, you wonder how I know this. <laughs> I am a perfect example of this exact thing. I'm pretty good in the clinch, not super good in, at, at like basic um, di closing distance and defense. So I get hit a lot. Sometimes I'll just get hit a lot hard to get into the clinch, but sometimes that results in me getting hit too hard, which is a problem. And, uh, and so, you know, I think that there is, there's something there in that idea of, um, needing to go back to the basics, the fundamentals. And if you're missing them, like that, maybe, maybe what I'm, what I'm getting at is that, that that fake environment idea is actually a little deeper. There's more to it than, um, than you might think like faking, you can create your own fake environment by cutting out all the work that is necessary. Like I, it was not coddled or I'm not really entitled because of my parents, but I might be more entitled because of my, my pedigree, my work pedigree, my history. Um, sorry. Because I've been very, now I, I won't, I won't be so self-deprecating to say that I didn't, I didn't deserve at all the people that I've worked with because I worked very, very hard. But I, there's a chance, and as I do more self-discovery, I, I kind of get into this phase where I think maybe my entitlement does not come from my parents or anything else, but it comes from the fact that I was able to work with some of the best people in marketing and in digital uh, advertising, all that kind of stuff. And so I just assume that it's always uphill from there. And when I was working with those people, I was able to do my thing. Like they took care of, this is the big thing. They sheltered me from the need to create uh, lead generation tactics, sales tactics, spending money on advertising, all this kind of stuff. And I was just able to do the thing that I'm really good at. So that's like if I had a teammate in Muay Thai who would show up and would handle all the defense, would get them locked down and say, okay, now come and clinch them. Like tag team type thing. But you don't, that's not the way it works. You can't do tag team um, in Muay Thai. And you can't do it in life either. I mean, you can have a partner that can help out, but I don't, you know? So it's interesting putting myself into that, into those shoes and realizing how much of that idea applies to me, even though I'm very, very thankful to my parents for not giving me handouts. Like, my dad's even made a point to say that I'm sort of on my own, um, which is fine. Again, I'm not, that's not a complaining thing. That's just, I actually appreciate that. 
because it forces me to not always fall back on that, you know? Now, I am in a unique position. Well, not unique, actually. I guess it's the majority position, but I... It's hard for me to talk about this because I know in my heart of hearts that if it came down to it, that I have something to fall back on. Because not just my parents, but I have three, I have uh, seven older siblings, all of which are pretty well off financially. And I think just by statistical analysis, if it came down to it, I think one or two of them, probably at least, would be willing to kick some cash to, to just to cover some things. So I know that I'm in a, it's kind of a false, a false sense of urgency, but I have a pride thing. I am extremely proud and among my siblings, I am, whether they would agree to this, I, I believe this very strongly, I'm somewhat of a black sheep. Um, and so I'm not interested in investment for my family. I've never asked for it. I've asked for a little bit of money for my dad a couple of times, um, which I regret. But I would never ask my siblings for money. I've never asked my parents for money. Because if I can't do it without them, what am I worth? Right? Not much. <laughs> I'm worth essentially the, the balance of the debt. That's what I'm worth. I'm worth whatever I owe them, which is a net, which puts me into the negative. I'm already in the negative in every way. So anyway, um, it's an interesting thought. And as, so as I, as I push forward and I've, this is the cool thing about this is that I have, I saw this video and I started making, having these thoughts. And then I realized I'm actually right now, I'm in a spot where I've got some of the fundamentals covered. I have some work to do. Like I have, um, I need to go and create more uh, con like content, but like sales pages for the different offerings. And the nice thing is that the offerings have been consolidated and solidified, so it'll be easier to make those. Um, but just need to make those so that I can have a more consistent and automated uh, setup. And then uh, one thing that I'm a little nervous about is the fact that I've been running ads for about a week and haven't gotten a single uh, appointment request. And so I think there's something up with the, the page that's driving people to the appointment or something. I'm not entirely sure. But um, do some research on it. Today, I've, luckily, I've blocked off most of the morning, most of the day for planning. So that involves me going through and looking at reporting and, and being able to, like I've blocked off time for that. So today's an internal day. So that's part of the reason why I think it's okay for me to get up late, get started late uh, and all that kind of stuff. Hey. Um, so yeah, it'll definitely be a, a, an internal day, figuring some of that stuff out. And, and try, really, I'm just trying to figure out What specifically am I doing wrong? Because if other people are successful doing the same thing that I am, then there's something either in the sales process or in the marketing or in something. Maybe it's, maybe I'm, maybe the, 
people I'm going after and the medium that I'm going after them on isn't the right medium. Because I'm hitting them all on Facebook. They're meaning to do LinkedIn. I did get some traction from LinkedIn a while back. I also need to go back and circle. I need to circle back around to that other guy. There was a guy I talked to four months ago who said, hit me up in October. And I set up a, um, an appointment reminder, like a calendar reminder to go and hit him up. But okay, he'd wait here. But we'll see. Anyway, so I'm kind of excited. You know, I'm, I, I'm always excited about the, the potential. But I'm always a bit disappointed in the results, <laughs> which is a bit annoying. So we'll see sort of how the next little bit goes. And the good news, I do have a couple of little personal treats that are showing up today. Um, I had an Amazon order. This is sort of by accident, but I had some stuff in my Amazon cart, and then we, we decided to get a little Oscar trophy for Greg for this film, this documentary thing that they just released and present it to him like a great job, you know, type thing, a little hurrah type kind of thing. Um, and so, but I had some other stuff that I put in my Amazon cart from before and I forgot to take it out. And when I say forgot to take it out, I kind of didn't forget to take it out. I kind of wanted the stuff anyway. So I got a little thing that's coming that's supposed to be able to connect my phone to a monitor to turn it into a computer, which I'm extremely interested in doing. Um, because there's potential for me to, well, there's a lot of cool things that I could potentially do with that. So anyway, um, that is going to be all for this morning. I'm going to get my coffee so I can have some energy so I don't die, um, and then get to it. And we'll check in with you this afternoon. I'm excited too for today because tonight, uh, well, I'm, it's again, it's a, it's, it's a split feeling because I don't have money to go to the fights tonight, which I feel bad about, but they did ask me to cover some of the Muay Thai classes. So I get to go teach again, which I really love doing, um, which would be fun. So, anywho, I will check back in with you at a later time. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Sit, sit. And uh, talk about some of the stuff, peace. Spin, down. Yo, so we're gonna see how this one goes because I am recording on one of my old phones. I have this, I'm, I swear I'm so janky, but I like, I love it. Um, by the way, this is uh, day 11 p.m. Uh, I have a little bit more energy than I did this morning, partially because I went and taught some Muay Thai. Oh, I need to make sure I have my keys so I can get back up. <laughs> that would be important. Anyway, I uh, went and taught some, some Muay Thai. I covered a couple classes. Well, I taught a kickboxing class and then sparred with a friend of mine, which was good. So I got to sweat a little bit. It felt nice. Um, so we will, uh, I feel better. Um, a lot better than I did this morning. But um, 
In fact, I think today, I don't know, I feel like today was, well, I, actually I had a really good interesting conversation with, with the guy that I was sparring with and he, he mentioned that he kind of phoned it in today as well. And so it made me feel not quite as bad that I also kind of phoned it in today. Even though I'm, I can afford to phone it in less, um, just the fact that I was not the only person that did so kind of made me feel good. <laughs> uh, but I, I got some inspiration today from some things and it, it got me thinking, <clears throat> I have, I think I have kind of been, uh, I don't think that this podcast necessarily, like this season, is is directly this but I think that in general I have had a, a less than healthy um, how do I put this less than healthy relationship or per, per, perception maybe of what's necessary for me to be successful and um, I had a question there was a video um, where video that got me thinking about, again, like reconsidering this thought that I had when I started with Ollie, which was maybe I'm not an entrepreneur, maybe I'm just really good, a really good like second in command or whatever, but I'm not really. I'm not good at being employed. Um, and I don't think that the, I think that the work that it will take for me to be better at being an entrepreneur, a better business owner, is work and time better spent because I can't stand having to fulfill someone else's agenda. And it just seems, uh, I don't know, like, like the term beneath me, but it's like, there's more that I should be living up to. I'm just not. Like I should be doing more and I'm straight up just not doing it. So um, anyway, all that being said, this is gonna sound, that's kind of a lead up to something that would seem more dramatic than it actually is. But um, I installed Instagram back on my phone. <laughs> Uh, something that, that, and again, you're going to forgive me. I don't, I, I am as, as hardcore a fanboy of Gary Vee as they, as they, as, as there is. Um, but I, he has something that he talks about all the time, which is you have to go where the conversation is. So just like in a, if you want to be in politics, you have to go where the political people are. And just like if you, you know, if you want to be a fighter, you have to go to the gym because that's where fighters are. You know what I mean? You can't just you can't just go to the mall and be a fighter. So in the same in the same, even though you like the mall more than gyms, even if you have a moral, have something morally against gyms, you can't be a fighter if you don't go to the gym, right? And so in the same sense, I've kind of been fighting against um, against the idea of really digging in on social media because I've. I kind of have considered it be partially a waste of time and specifically Instagram. Like I've kept Facebook because a lot of the advertising stuff that I do for clients is on there. So I keep that um, as well as my own advertising. And I keep Twitter because I have a fascination with Twitter that I won't get into now, but I just, I, I love the idea, the concept of Twitter. Like the idea that you can get, you can be so f like popular on Twitter. You have all these follow. Anyway, we, I'm not going to go into that. But Instagram for me always seemed like the place that uh, calls to action go to die. And I'll explain what I mean by that. 
Instagram's always been, Instagram's like a, uh, it's the most, uh, what's the best way to put this? It's like people who can't commit go to Instagram. I don't really know how to describe that, but it's like Instagram's just full of people that are that are happy to double tap and like a post, but they will not do anything. And so my my issue with that mostly is because is is tied up in the fact that if I um, posted something on Instagram, my head would get so wrapped up in how many likes it got. And but I have never gotten a single lead. I've never gotten a single uh, business contact. I've never gotten anything from Instagram. Nothing. And yet, I think that... (laughs) Say hi, buddy. Yeah. Come on. I think that most of that is because I have not been engaging in the conversations correctly. Like, I've been... I've always sort of approached Instagram and Twitter and Facebook as well. Um, Facebook less so of late, but but all three of those is like a content contributor, but not someone that's interacting in the conversation, right? Um, and ironically enough, I have firsthand evidence that interaction is the key, because on Facebook, what I've done is I've got myself involved in a couple of groups on Facebook, and I'm very active there. And p- there are people now on those on all those groups that I'm in that know who I am that wouldn't know who I was otherwise and that see what I'm capable of and like understand and, and respect me for that. And I actually have gotten business from that one of those groups. Um, and so I, I kind of am just coming back to the full realization that what I really, what I really need to be doing um, is spending more time, maybe not spending all of my time, maybe not going full tilt with it, but spending more time on platforms, having conversations and engaging in conversation with people that are on those platforms. And so part of the, the issue is that, like Facebook is, is it's very easy to start and participate in conversations because you can create groups. And then it's like posting the group, right? Twitter is not as easy, but it's still fairly easy, but it's so wide open that it's like, where do you start? That's one of the things that I've been worried, been concerned about is where, where do you start? How much do you, like, how much do you try to stoke, quote unquote, stoke the fire of conversation before you move on to, to trying involved in something else? Because there's just so much that's happening on Twitter that it's hard to get noticed. You know what I mean? That's hard for your, even if you do comment on a bunch of things, people just don't respond. Um, and so there's that. Whereas in Instagram, everything is, everything is threads tied to a particular post, right? So it's not like a group. It's not like open forum. It's just people that are commenting on posts. It's like what Facebook used to be, except that you can't add links. So you can't really drive anybody anywhere else. And you're also limited in what you can use in your comments. So you can't be as helpful. Um, or I can't be as helpful. You know what I mean? Like I can't drop a link in there to a soapbox video because they can't click it, right? And so they'd either have to type the whole thing out or figure out a way to copy it or whatever. And so 
I put it back on my phone and I immediately found myself like sinking back into the social aspect of it. And like just my personal profile, not the business one. <clears throat> and so, um, I don't know. I, I also, so, okay. So that's one part of kind of what I went through today. The second part of it is I've been, the last several months, I've been butting up against this idea that I'm not really sure what I should do with or how I should approach this, but it has to do with my identity being wrapped up in a brand that is not me. What I mean by that is, I don't know that right now, I don't know how much of my business should be 110 Limited versus just Brett Martineau. You know what I mean? Like, in, in truth, it's just me. So it's not like it's not like 110 Limited is any different. It's just, it's just like a nickname. It's like this, it's me, but not the person me. It's a legal entity or whatever. But even beyond that, it's really just me. But I'm also wondering, like I've always, I, I keep waffling back and forth between the idea of posting content that is broad in, in application, meaning not really, like when I had one social profile, I posted about business, I posted about uh, Muay Thai, I posted about music, all in one. And I found myself wondering if I should split it out and have, have them be different. And so I did. Right now I've got a music profile, a photography profile, personal profile. But I wonder, like I'm wondering now if that's the right approach. Like I know a big part of the reason why I did that was because I built the photography profile because I knew I was gonna get mentioned. Which again, another reason, another thing that I hate about Instagram, I got a mention and it meant nothing. Like I did all this, I literally did all this work, spent all this money, spent a day putting together a website, portfolio, Instagram account, added a bunch of posts and stuff. Nothing happened. Like I got the mention and after about two months, people stopped tagging the photography profile and started tagging me personally and then it's like it never existed. So it's like, and I spent a bunch of money getting followers, but it didn't, like I just wasted a bunch of money getting followers. <laughs> That's what happened. Not even that I spent money getting followers. Um, so I'm, I'm honestly considering whether it makes sense for me to consolidate, to bring it all back down into one and just say, this is my personal brand. This is me. And I talk about a bunch of stuff. Some of it's business, some of it's Muay Thai, some of it's other stuff. And then just say to hell with people who don't like the fact that I'm talking about everything and uh, leave it at that. You know what I mean? And then maybe like, maybe even consolidate down and not release as much content on the business page. Stop, stop doing, sorry, I'm talking to Wick. Not, not, the, not you as a listener, I'm not telling you to stop. But consolidate that down and have it be based on my personal brand. See, that's, that's part of the thing that I don't like, I'm kind of thinking through is it almost feel like, so today, here's, here's an example of why I'm thinking about this. 
Today, uh, there's a video that I posted eight months ago on my 1T Facebook page. That's me hitting a bag uh, at the gym and talking about a business concept. And I thought it was interesting, like it's just a different setting to, to talk about business stuff. And I got a comment on it. Some guy trying to troll me, commenting on my form and saying I'm terrible and like I, my, my kick would get caught and all this stuff. And I, initially in my head, I was like, dude, catch me outside, how about that? Like that's what I, I wanted to reply back with a meme that was like, how about let's fight and let's see like whether you would catch my kick, right? So I was getting really petty with it. And then I thought, well, what if, what if I was to use this as an opportunity to, um, you know, to, to do something different, right? Because this is because it's a business video and because I'm running ads to it, other people are going to see it. And if I call this guy out, like, okay. like it might be good. People might like that, but then, but I don't really know that that's like the, the vibe that I'm trying to give off. Anyway, whether that was a mistake or not is really irrelevant. The point is I decided to go a different route. And I said, he, he goes, I would give this guy a three out of 10 at best. So I jokingly was like, yeah, I would give myself a 1.5 or two actually. Uh, instead of a bunch of other things and then he and then we go into this thread where he starts backpedaling and he goes I'd be willing to give you some suggestions or shoot you a video if you want and I was like okay sure I take all the suggestions I can get and then it goes I'm a taekwondo back belt black belt and I fight MMA and immediately I was like oh brother why didn't you lead with that because I would not have taken this the nice route because I've sparred with and fought with taekwondo people before and I you don't, it's a different game, brother. There's no way that you would catch my, anyway. So I went down, my mind's going down that route. But about halfway through the thread, I started thinking to myself, I was actually about to comment and be like, I'm gonna send you my, because I told him I was gonna send him my fight videos, which, okay, I just have to say, he was like, I'm gonna send you my, my fight video. I was like, cool. So he sends me his one fight video and it's an MMA fight. And he does okay at the beginning, standing up, but he was critiquing my stand-up, me hitting the bag, and he he spent he he won the he won his fight, but he won it by some kind of a choke um, in on the ground. He didn't even like his striking didn't really do much to it. Anyway, rant over about his the fact that he didn't know what he's talking about. But I was in the middle of that conversation. I was like about to say, hey, I'm gonna message you from my personal account because this is a business account and while I was about to do that I thought you know what actually I should leave it like we should leave the whole thing um, and uh, and let it be the you know let the whole conversation be part of the um, of what people see, you know, if they happen to scroll through the comments or whatever. And uh, let's go over here, man. And it just hit me that, like, I actually would would have probably preferred for that conversation to be something that everybody would see. You know what I mean? Like, I, I started thinking to myself that that's something that should have been originally the video should have been posted on my personal profile, or on I mean, not a personal profile, but a 
but like uh, <laughs> I love it when little dogs freak out at bigger dogs it's my favorite thing maybe not my personal profile but like a Brett Martineau business like a Brett Martineau personality page so not necessarily a um, you know what we're going to go this way not necessarily a uh, 1T Unlimited page or even my personal profile but like have the brand be wrapped up in me and let it go from there. So um, anyway, so I kind of waffle back and forth on that, wondering what the, you know, what the best thing to do, the best way to go about it is. And uh, I think, I think for now it makes the most sense for me to keep it like even the, the, the page, my Facebook page for this podcast, you probably don't, won't remember this, but this podcast used to be called La Podcast, right? Um, and I changed the name because that's a dumb name. And, uh, but they won't let me change the Facebook page name because I wanted to change it to what it is now. But then I'm thinking, why don't I just like, it's all, it's all just me. Like, why am I separating things out for the sake of that? Because this whole season is gonna be a business season. Like that's part of the thing too is, I'm using my personal podcast to talk about business stuff for a whole season, but I'm not gonna, like, now I gotta think, am I gonna start posting season two to the business page, and then what happens when, when I go back to not talking about business stuff? Like, then it's just a personal podcast that's being posted to a business page. Anyway, so there's all this stuff that I'm trying to figure out, and I just can't help but wonder if it's too much for me to try and juggle three, four different social accounts for each, like a social account for each one of the sort of quote unquote brands that I'm trying to represent. I mean, the truth probably is that I should kill even trying to make a brand out of the music thing, bring that back under my personal profile, and then also probably just kill the photography because that's not going anywhere and it's costing me money. But um, anyway, so kind of a, it, the day turned out to be more eventful than I was expecting it to. And I actually end the day with more energy than I started it with, which is fairly, fairly rare. But um, yeah, so going into the weekend, feel pretty good. Um, talk to that guy who is gonna end up buying the, the game plan. If he would just commit to it and buy it, then we would be in a good place. But anyway, that's it for today. I will check back in with you Jeez, on the morrow. So yeah, peace to the out. You ever wonder if you made a choice in your life and it set you down a path that put you in an impossible position and maybe if you had made the other choice way back then that you would have a little bit more going for you now. Yeah, so this actually is an impromptu recording. I don't have the I don't have the mic on this one, so I think the impromptu recordings are usually the most real ones anyway, because we're not trying. But um yeah, I, uh, 
was I was scrolling through some of my old YouTube videos and uh, saw a hi puppies. Saw an old it's not actually my videos, but I saw an old playlist of some videos when I directed the Russian choir at, in college. And this is what nine years ago, eight years ago. And it just took me back. I had this whole ambition and this passion in life. And again, you know, I'm sure that every entrepreneur at some point in their life uh, goes through this questioning where it's like, is this really worth it? Is this really what I'm cut out for? And I find myself, I'm really, I'm like, I'm honestly questioning whether all that, that one choice and all the subsequent choices we're all just based on a lie that I told myself, or that I let other people tell me, and I believed. Everybody always told me that there was no money in music. And ironically enough, the thing that I ditched music for, I didn't end up doing either. I was going to go into law, but then I took the easy way out. and went back to what I had been doing before. So really that whole experience in terms of time spent was completely wasted. And in fact, the only reason I went to college was because... <laughs> only reason I went to college in the first place was for a girl. The only reason I finished was for the same girl. And guess what happened with that? Well, six years of... Six, six to seven years of a shitty marriage is what happened with that. But. <clears throat> so now here I am, struggling with an issue that I know that I'm equipped to solve, but wondering whether I want to. You know what I mean? I've done all this stuff, and I have a lot of stuff sort of in the works. But it, I don't know, it just it feels like everything I do lands on deaf ears. Nobody cares, which is true, nobody cares. And it probably would be true, nobody would care about anything else that I would create. And I think part of that is because there's no, I haven't found a way to really pump my soul into business the way that I used to pump it into music. I don't know. Uh, this is this is. I'm kind of feeling a little bit tired, so I always get a little depressing on a Sunday afternoon. When let's be honest, all we've done is watch TV all afternoon anyway, so that's probably part of it. I mean, part of it too that comes. I mean, I have I have a lot wrapped up in my own physical fitness. So the fact that I'm so out of shape. Even though I did go and I got some really good sparring rounds over the last two days. I just... So much of who I think I am is wrapped up in all that. Because I thought I had left that old life behind. But it turns out... It's just as much a part of me as either of my hands. You know? Now, at the, at the same time, I feel like 
It's not that I haven't been in the situation and felt these feelings before and expressed them before. You know, so I have a, I think I have a, a finishing problem. And it's actually something that's been, that's popped up a couple of times on social, people talking about trusting that you, like believing in, in yourself, believing that you have something that's valuable and not letting the person across the table, not making the negative decision for them before they've had a chance to really consider it. You know, and I, when I heard that today, I was like, that is me to a T, no pun intended. Because <laughs> that's what I do all the time, you know, I, that's part of the reason why I, I price myself so low and I have a hard time pricing myself high. And a lot of the stuff that I've built sort of philosophically the last couple of months has been around people arbitrarily choosing high price points that, that aren't good for their customers. But then now I'm starting to wonder if, that, if the high price point isn't really about the, the consultant or the customer, but it's about the quality of work, what can be expected, you know? Because maybe business owners aren't as concerned about how much they spend on a marketing agency as, they, as I maybe think they should. You know, maybe what's really important to them is confidence and quality. And I don't know. Maybe the real thing is that marketing agencies are starting to become a thing of the past. You know, maybe it's maybe it's something else. I did have a thought this weekend, which is I should try and push harder on the consulting side like the mentorship because that's something I can deliver with little to no overhead but also it's something that can expand my influence a little bit more I just have to anyway depressive thoughts over I'm just going to all this now before we get all the way back but uh, I think it's important to realize as a business owner and you know if you've slogged through all these episodes until now and you're hearing this it's ups and downs that's what business is that's what running a business is whether you have one person it's just you or whether you have you know 150 300 this it's ups and downs the whole time and I I have to keep reminding myself and I think you should keep reminding yourself that you can't let the downs make the decisions for the ups and you can't make the ups make the decisions for the for where you're going as a business because the truth is there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs and that's why I mean I talked there's a video that I made on YouTube not too long ago talking about what I call ride the mean riding the mean is about recognizing your most recent high and your most recent low and recognizing the spread between the two and riding the middle and if you can recognizing your the last series of highs and lows averaging them out and riding that because that's more real it's like when you check your weight a lot of the apps these days they do a good job of averaging out your, your weight gain and weight loss and like they take into account the fact, the fact that just because you dropped a bunch like six or seven pounds in one day doesn't mean that you've 
actually lost that weight. It could just be water weight and a lot of other things. So anyway, ups and downs, ride the mean. I'll check back in with you tomorrow. Maybe later tonight. Anyway, peace. That's going to do it for episode seven. Next week on Think Like Me or Don't, I dive into taking one's rightful place. It's kind of a Lion King themed episode next week. and But I want you to pay attention and listen because it, it gets a little quirky and it gets a little bit kind of strange, I think, at times. It might not quite make full, fully make sense. But, but realizing and accepting your true potential and, and really deciding to live up to it is a huge thing that's been a problem for me and it's kind of fueled a lot of the things we've talked about so far in the podcast. Next week I talk about tackling those things in my own mind and uh, and getting over them. So I hope you enjoy that. Again, you're gonna have to wait till next week to actually hear it, but I hope you will uh, listen and enjoy. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed listening so far. Um, if you have enjoyed listening so far, I please, I encourage you, anchor.fm forward slash think like me. Drop in some feedback, drop in a question, a comment, uh, a joke, a, an anecdote, whatever it is that you've got. I would be happy to go through them and uh, and also feature them on a future episode. Uh, of course, as I mentioned before, the less appropriate, the more likely they are to get featured. So have fun with that. Uh, without any further ado, I'm going to let you go. Have a nice weekend. Have a great week. And we will see you back here, same time, same place. My name is Brett Martineau. Peace to the out.